Welcome to Multimedia Failure. Every other week, we watch a movie based on a video game and then rank them against each other arbitrarily. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and joining me for our 50th episode spectacular, where we catch some bugs, write some letters, and do other slow life game things with me are... Vanessa Cahill. John Lucero. And our special guest is Nadia Oxford from US Gamer. Hello, I am Nadia Oxford. I am happy to be here. And the Axe of the Blood God podcast. I forgot to mention that, too. Yes, the Axe of the Blood God RPG podcast uh, goes up every Monday. Please listen. It's cool. (laughs) I have been listening to basically every iteration of this podcast since, uh, what was it? It was uh, Active Time Babble, then Role Players Realm, and then back to Active Time Babble for like two episodes before One Up shut down. (laughs) It's a good name. I like that. It was a great name, but uh, Axe of the Blood God has its own charms, I think. Yeah. It does. I'm a little sad in that uh, Kat decided to start cutting short the theme song a little bit, but, you know, hey, whatever. <laughs> I forgot why she did that, but, yeah, she did. <laughs> I think after a few episodes, or after, you know, a hundred-something episodes, she was like, you know, I don't think anyone needs to hear this this whole thing anymore. They, they get the gist of why we're here. <laughs> that tracks. Like, you're kind of in the mood already before you hear the pumping music. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this week we are going to be talking about, if the slow life and uh, other clues there, uh, we're going to be talking about the Animal Crossing movie. That released December 16th, 2006 in Japan. It took in about $16.2 million at the box office, the Japanese box office. And I have no idea how much it cost to make, so we don't know if this made or lost money. I would assume it made money, though, because it seems like it was sort of a quick production. So, mm-hmm. uh after the success of Wild World, which sold over 3 million copies in Japan alone, this got commissioned and had a turnaround time of about six months to be made. So, yeah. Um, guys, let's go over uh, probably the short answer first. Did any of you know, uh, outside of this list and prior to me hitting you up on uh, Twitter about coming on this podcast, did you know this movie existed? <laughs> no. No. Yes, it was kind of at the, it's one of those things you hear about and you say, oh, cool, and you store it in the back of your memory and you just never consult it until someone contacts him and says, hey, do you want to be on a podcast about this thing? <laughs> so yes, yes and no. There you go. Yeah, I don't think I knew this one existed either. So um, Nadia, you're uh, definitely in the forefront of the knowledge here as far as its existence goes. Yeah, but I couldn't say like, oh, I knew the plot or I knew the characters or what's going on. And I never really guessed at it that, that hard because you think to yourself, well, Animal Crossing is just hanging out and, and collecting bugs and chopping wood and doing things. And I figured, well, they, if they're going to make a movie out of that, it can't be extremely exciting. And, well, I'm sure we'll get into that. <laughs> oh, it might might track with this whole thing. So, anyway, let's go over our experiences with the Animal Crossing series as a whole. Uh, Vanessa, how, how about yourself? We'll kick you off there. Yeah, um, I played the first, the one on the GameCube, and then I took a big break. And then I played the new one, and then... You know, the, the new one, I'm like, oh, look at all these cool things they added. But then watching this movie, I'm like, oh, did they add anything? So I'm looking forward to some insight on how those middle Animal Crossing games turns out, turned out. <laughs> yeah, it's been a slow, steady progression of adding things in there. Um, John, how about yourself? I've never played Animal Crossing. Oh, sweet Jesus. Uh, really? It's, this is the... Uh... Uh, I mean, the rare podcast where I'm the least informed on, what, on, the, on the game we're talking about, or the, the movie this game is based on. The times have turned. <laughs> now, you know, yes, so, now you know how Vanessa feels most of the time. I, it's true. I recognize characters through osmosis. I have learned about characters in Animal Crossing and the general, the general gist of what you do in Animal Crossing, but I've never once played it. All right, Nadia, how about yourself? Uh, I might be the more hardcore fan here, but I'm not like really 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 big on animal crossing like my husband plays it every day but i, I don't do that uh, i played the i think i skipped the first one like my husband played that one i did play wild world and i really really enjoyed it that was probably one of my first ds games and it really showed off what the ds was capable of 
Um, I did play City Folk, but not for long because I think it's the weakest of the entries. Um, New Leaf was was great. I played that for a yeah. long time. And yeah, I played a lot of uh, the new one, uh, New Horizons, which I think is a great step up. I, I don't play it every day anymore. Again, my husband does. He keeps the, <laughs> he keeps the village weed free, thankfully. <laughs> but I, I can say that when I look at the movie, I recognized like Apollo, for example, who's one of my favorite villagers. So, yeah. I have played most of the entries, including um, Nadia, I'm going to beg to differ with uh, City Folk being the weakest one. And I'm going to say that board game <laughs> is. <laughs> Or the board oh, game thing true. that was on the Wii U, yeah. Like, uh, I forgot about that. I, I think what everyone did. Home designer one, happy home designer. Is that bad? isn't that bad? Don't no, it's like actually kind of fun. My daughter enjoyed it. She has, she played that for a couple of months at least, and then uh, uh, I think I bought the Amiibo Festival one nearly at full price, and I think my uh, daughter and my wife played it <laughs> about ooh, exactly one time. <laughs> and then the, the the iPhone game too, right? There's one of those, right? That right. Yeah, yeah, that's that a, yeah. I played a bit of that. I think that one wasn't great at first, and I think it's expanded quite a bit because uh, both my kids will play that now. Except now that you know New Horizons is out, it's like, man, eh, why bother? It's the sure. story of a lot of games now. They're not, it's not great at first, but four years later, it's the biggest thing in the world <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I wasn't a fan of uh, Rec- or Final Fantasy Record Keeper until maybe about three years ago when they started making it a little bit more accessible. And I'm like, oh wow, I still play that every day. Which I have is not dumb. played Record Keeper in so so long. I played that for a while. I. We did actually just finish uh, everything currently available for Final Fantasy fourteen. So, talking about games that get better as they go on. Yeah, yeah. I just started it and then realized, or a couple of months ago, and then realized I'm never going to have enough free time to play this. So I kind of just fell off it, of it. It is a time sink, but it's such a great time. Sink. <laughs> yeah, uh, I built a character twice, ran around for like fifteen minutes after spending an hour making a character, and then never touched it, and then I never touched it again. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a try if you ever have the, the extra time. Yeah, I, w- I would like to. I would. It seems like I would like it, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so my wife and I actually played the GameCube one together um, when we were dating. She would come over to my place and just kind of pop in and play there, so I would uh, maintain our village. Um, I got her a DS specifically for Wild World because she loved it so much or loved the first Animal Crossing so much. Got her a 3DS, the, uh, the little... Um, Polka dot one, basically, with the oh, uh, that one's really crossing. cute. Looks yeah. like a pop tart. Yeah, there you go, oh. the pop tart one. That's what. Yeah, it's, I couldn't think of that. She played that quite a bit. I played it quite a bit, and I didn't touch Animal Crossing again. I skipped City Folk. Was City Folk before or after um, New Leaf? Crud, I don't remember. It was before. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I didn't really play City Folk. We have it sitting on our shelf, much like every other game in existence. It seems like, but. <laughs> uh, and uh and i've put like 350 hours into new horizons and still play it every day so <laughs> nice wow. good for you yeah Gosh. yeah it's like a like an hour a day i'll pop in real quick and just do the daily stuff just hit the rocks find the fossils sell a bunch of stuff and then pop right back out but occasionally i'll they pop are doing in very well at like adding stuff so you don't get you know bored for too long yeah i find that every time i start like yeah maybe it's time i kind of stop this they start adding more stuff in i'm like oh okay well cool you guys are just gonna have me on an endless <laughs> loop here for the rest of my life aren't you it's never yeah. gonna end <laughs> christmas is coming yeah yeah I know. <laughs> i'm still i'm still on the mushrooms i don't know what to do with them i can't find it like i don't play enough that i have any recipes for the mushrooms but i have a lot of mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> just eat them and see what happens <laughs> there you go <laughs> if you uh, walk around enough there'll be uh recipes that come out of the uh, the balloons that float through the island basically i don't walk around enough yeah there you go <laughs> so 
send me yeah. the, send me the shrooms send me the shrooms yeah, yeah i'll send you the shrooms <laughs> <laughs> they're, le- they're legal now where you are so yeah, exactly. I all the drugs. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I'm in Canada, so we only have the marijuana that's, like, totally legal. Yeah, Oregon just, like, it's not, like, legal, but it's, like, decriminalized. Decriminalized. So, like, Oregon yeah. like, you can't go to the store and get, like, some, some mushrooms or something. Yeah, yeah. They're just going to slap you on the wrist. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the lockdown going on, who knows? Maybe Vanessa will pick up a hobby and start doing mushrooms. <laughs> if, you, if you see God, don't tell them anything negative. Or just (laughs) (laughs) Or just pretend it's an RPG and go to kill God. (laughs) If he's chill, he can survive. He'll he'll be alright. Alright, that's probably enough uh, Animal Crossing game banter there. We should probably move on to this movie because surprisingly this was a long one. I was expecting this thing to be like forty five minutes and no double that. I was like, Oh, okay, I don't know how you're gonna drag this out. It sure was an hour and a half. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Did it need to be? No, it didn't. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I'd like to say it felt like an hour and a half, but uh, some of the other movies we watched definitely felt longer than this, but, you know, this one still felt a little long of the tooth there. thought it felt pretty long. Yeah, it <laughs> did. It did. I'm not yeah, going to lie. Pretty pretty aimless for the most part (laughs) which which i guess is the the point right yeah i was gonna say it's very true to the game itself so all right let's go ahead and let's get started here all right so we kick off with cap'n a little turtle guy uh driving a human villager to the animal village her name is i uh cap'n is making puns about i's name in both the subtitled version we watched and the dub i watched with my kids the dub one was actually i think a little bit better as far as the pun goes Mm. because maybe it's i understand the language so that might have something to do with this. Yeah, the pun was something like her saying A-E-I or A-O, listing off the vowels and then saying mm-hmm. her name. How did that work out in the dub? Um, he basically said, I, I, as like the Cap'n thing, basically. And, oh. and and she just was like, I, I, and just oh. confused about it. So Is it right, Yar in the, in the dub a lot? Is that a thing he does? Because they said Yar back in... Like, he as, said Yar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, form, in place of yes, is it, is, or yeah. Is that, what he does? Is, that a, is that a normal thing for him? Yeah, yes. one thing they actually nailed really well with the sub is the uh, exclamations the characters make. Um, they, I think they were all attuned to the westernized version of the game. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Okay. There's a... Uh, although um, there's a pirate version of Gullivar, uh, who's Gullivar... And, uh, yeah, yeah. when, when you ask, uh, or when he asks if, uh, you'll help him find his uh, phone that he lost while, or that's in the, you have to go like diving for it. You can say yar or nar. Nar. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, so every time I have to go help him just because the yar nar pun, it's like the red snapper you catch every time I say it, or every time I catch one, I have to say it out loud. It's a red snapper. It looks pretty dapper. <laughs> so stupid. I love the stupid puns in Animal Crossing. But anyway, let's move on here because we've got a lot of movie to talk about. So uh, I walks into the town hall and is greeted by Pelly, a little pelican who runs the post office there along with her sister Phyllis, which Pelly, Phyllis, not really a lot of, uh, I don't know. I mean, they both start with a P, but doesn't really kind of match up. Maybe I wonder if the Japanese names work a little better. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> no way to find out, right? Absolutely no way to find out. There's no such thing as the Internet where we can look up all this information. I can't read Japanese, Jason. So we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. No way to find out. Anyway, Tortimer, the mayor, in all his uh, grumpy old glory, who is also a turtle, introduces himself, and he starts politicking for his re-election with the brand new villager. It's like, okay, well, he seems a lot like Trump with a lot of, like, 
needing of reassurance that he's doing a good job. He kind of just wants sycophants surrounding him. He has a campaign poster that uses the very, very controversial Rising Sun symbol. Um, <laughs> maybe it was kind of a little bit less of a thing in 2006, but nowadays I don't think it would fly. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. do well in this country. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's all about the nationalism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's seven. 70-something million people, Mike. Anyway. Yeah, he's, just, he's old and has crazy views, so like he's, he's game to get elected. So let's go. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. Who is running against him? Is that a joke because no one runs against him? Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, is that a running joke in Animal Crossing? I don't remember it, to be honest. I, yeah, I think either. Trimmer's dead in the new one. <laughs> he has made zero <laughs> I, appearances. <laughs> I mean, at least in New Leaf, he decides to retire, right? Yeah, well, I guess he could retire. He could also be dead, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, he is a turtle, he's so, you know. What's, what's, the, what's the difference, am I right? Yep. <laughs> Retired, <laughs> dead, way, same thing. In memory hold. <laughs> <laughs> you are no longer a use to society, so you might as well be dead. Oh, no more. No more. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy so much, you don't even get his name right. Oh, I don't even remember his name. <laughs> I don't even care about him. <laughs> yeah, he's never been my favorite, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I goes to meet Nook, and she... Or he puts on his sh- or salesman shtick until uh, finds out that Eyes is new tenant, and then hands her an apron and then puts her right to work delivering goods to the other villagers. So the uh, capitalist through and through. I was gonna say like he immediately lassoes her into indentured servitude. Like yeah. does not waste a beat. No, Tom Nook does not waste time. No. <laughs> One thing I learned about Animal Crossing is that Tom Nook gets shit done. You know, time is money to Tom Nook. Mm-hmm. That's true. Nook, also, Nook's cranny is a great name for a store. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's always you know. This kind of serves as a good excuse to meet the villagers. So the first one we're going to meet is Rosie, a crazy cat who orders like a pink frilly dress. And she really, really talks like one of the peppy villagers. Um, my favorite villager is Nibbles, who's a, one of the peppy squirrels. And I was kind of hoping she was going to be in here. But alas, no, no Niblet. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's always kind of sad when you see one of your favorite villagers not make the cut. You're like, oh, come on, guys. It's like, honestly, <laughs> I didn't even know any of these villagers. <laughs> I, I kind of recognize the... Uh, the, the... No, he's not a monkey. Um, like gorilla, Boyd. I've got one called Boyd. I oh, yes. Him. <laughs> I think yeah. I've seen the fox lady before, or the wolf lady before, whatever her name is. She's an know. extremely popular one, Whitney. Yeah, Whitney. She's extremely popular. I think her and Freya are the most popular wolves. Mm, I've got a Freya in mine, or I guess Freya, probably it's Freya's cool. probably just one Freya. I've got Freya. <laughs> <laughs> I caught a Freya. I caught a Freya. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Uh, I I had to fill the peacock i guess and so did my wife and my daughter in their village it's like wait wait a second come on this is a little weird (laughs) (laughs) one of you one of you peacocks is sus that's for sure anyway uh so next up is alfonso a gator who ordered 500 pies uh which seems like a lot and i don't think 500 pies would fit in that package but hey whatever uh then another human villager in a ninja outfit runs by trying to catch a bug and alfonso runs off to help him i carries the package into alfonso's house which um, poor, poor I doesn't even get a tip for that. Seems like that would be yeah, yeah. yeah should tip your delivery people if they carry is, it into the it, house. Is Alfonso a current character, and is the Mario thing a, a running joke in Animal Crossing? Yeah, because... Alfonso is a, a a villager I've had before. He's one of my favorites actually, and uh, he tends to wear um, a Mario shirt. They can change clothes whenever, but he he seems to favor the Mario shirt. And his little exclamation is "It's a me." And you can change that over the course of the game, but it's his default, basically. Okay, he likes he loves to say it. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, all the <laughs> all the villagers have their little exclamations, and that just happens to be his. Okay. 
Yeah, I thought it was. I didn't know you could get them to change their exclamations. That is appealing. <laughs> yeah, people have uh, really taken advantage of that. Been real mature with some of. Them. <laughs> oh, very, very, very. I think uh, I think Bill Mudrin actually uh, changed his to something rather filthy. I was like, oh, Bill, come on, dude. <laughs> there was um, there was like kind of some kind of like uh, primitive Wi-Fi going on with the DS and Animal Crossing, uh, Wild World. And all I know is somehow through this primitive connection, like one of the first notes I wrote on the board, because Tom Nook instructs you to write a a note on the board, and I wrote, Tom Nook blows goats, I have proof. (laughs) And somehow I was on LiveJournal scrolling one day, and someone I don't even know was like, who, why is Tom Nook blows goats (laughs) a message that I just got (laughs) from someone? Oh, I wonder if that was that a street was pass thing, maybe. Or no, they didn't even have street fa- pass, did they? It wasn't street pass. It was yeah. you could visit other people through Wi-Fi and and all of that. And I guess some of your stuff went over to them, and Weird. some villager, I guess, moved and took a took the note with them because they really <laughs> valued it. I uh, let the truth be known, Nadia. That's what it is. It, it was just gospel. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, can't in my head now. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, stay away from the goats. No, stay away from the... Jesus. Anyway. Uh, Nadia, this is exactly why I wanted to have you on. <laughs> Everyone gets a bad story when I'm on. <laughs> one. I feel so special. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, so next up, I brings a package to Whitney, a refined wolf who offers to teach I how to act like a lady in every situation, which... Um, I don't know. I found it a little weird that like she wears a dress, but it's only like up to like her midriff. It was a little... I don't know, uncomfortable at times. I was like, oh, this is like, also, I get a little, they, they tend little to red clothe themselves very strangely. Yes. I, I blush as a little red face. So I think I might be a furry. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a furry for at least one villager. In yeah. Animal crossing. There's a, there's a lot of cross species things going on in animal crossing. Then when you really get down to it, it's a little oh, not creepy, but I mean, Hey, whatever floats your boat, but it's just like, I shouldn't be thinking about this while playing this supposedly wholesome game. Right. <laughs> supposedly wholesome. Yes. You can get like, some pretty weird, weird stuff from Tom Nook if uh, you search hard enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the goat thing. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, I delivers uh, to the Able Sisters next, and Margie, a pink elephant, uh, comes in to drop off a design to the sisters. Nook is finished with I for the day and tells her to come back tomorrow for more work as I finds her house and runs toward it. A spider drops down from the tree, lands on her, and then she can't shake it off her hand. She starts freaking out. And then the other human villager from earlier drops out of the tree and throws a net over her head. And then he catches the spider and celebrates that he caught it before Alfonso. So I guess they're sort of in a friendly competition with each other. Yeah, they, they tend to, it seems like they tend to hang out and play a lot and, and compete with each other. Yeah, it seems like this uh, this kid is never in his own village. Yeah, he mentions he's from another village visiting, and I'm my husband is watching with me, and he's like, why can he not be from this village? And I'm like, there's <laughs> only one human per village. That is the law, the law of Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, well, up until recently, apparently, so. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, but as, as of 2006, yes, that was the law. Yes. <laughs> All right, so the ninja is named Yu, and he's from another village, and he offers her a beetle as thanks, and she doesn't seem too appreciative of the... Of the Gift. It was a flying cockroach. Oh, is that would, what it was? It, well, yeah. It, it was yeah, disgusting. It was. Like, I would freak yeah. out, too. Ugh, yeah. I, I caught the spider. Here's here's this cockroach. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. so much better. Thanks. That, that flies, too. <laughs> Wonderful. Just what I just what I wanted. Oh, God. At least it wasn't a hissing one, I suppose. Those, oh, those creep me out. I've never seen probably, one, and I don't want to. Yeah. I had a friend, actually, who had, like, um, three Madagascar hissing cockroaches as pets. What? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, they were not great pets. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a cockroach. Like, how long do those things even live? Uh, 
Um, they lived for about a year. Uh, that, I mean, in his captivity, I guess. Um, and, they ca- and you can like feed them cat food. I don't know. Don't get. They're not good pets. They're not very like. They're not really well, you, rewarding. You can't you know? pet them. Like it's like. <laughs> I mean, you could if you wanted to, but I guess they uh, with you when you try to oh, touch them. Getting, I'm getting the heebie-jeebies just thinking about this. Oh, jeez. Like, <laughs> can you imagine like like going out with this guy, take coming home to him for the first time, and you're like, and here's my pet cockroach, like. Nope. Yeah, but piece right on out. He waits till like the third day to be like, by the way, in addition to my two cats, here are my cockroaches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe if the cockroaches get loose, the cats will take care of them. Oh, hopefully. Probably. They're pretty big, though. <laughs> they are. I have seen them in a zoo good before. Good hunting cats. Oh, God. Yeah, I've got, I've got one of those cats who's like an outdoors cat, but not long enough that he was feral. And we had a bird fly in our house one time, and he just jumped up. I'm not kidding. Had to be like six, seven feet in the air and caught it and just... Gosh. Pinned it. I was like, Jeez. What? what a cat. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. murder machines. Yeah. Do- yeah. God's perfect killing machine. <laughs> eight pounds when we pick them up and kiss them. I know. <laughs> Our cat caught a, caught a mouse once and he was so proud of himself. Aww. That's baby. like the best thing he's ever done. <laughs> I hope he gave him lots of pets. Yeah. We got rid of the mouse. We're like, Good job. You met you, Hunter. You're so brave. <laughs> <laughs> You're so brave. Did you guys know the uh, the little noise? That, that's not them like meowing enough that it's them like practicing their kill bite oh yeah yeah i've been wondering about that actually yeah that is them practicing their kill bite that is like horrifying in a way to find out but that's these little like you know like like five to twelve pound little machines in your house are just practicing their kill bites when they see a bird or something outside it's so cute yeah it is cute yeah, I don't know. I'm sad because I know that, like, if I died at home, like, the dog would probably be sad, but the cats would eat me immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that is the way of things. <laughs> it's a circle of life, Vanessa. <laughs> oh, all right, let's move on here. All right, so then we have a montage of her making deliveries and decorating her house, a whole bunch of real slow life stuff. I goes to deliver to Apollo a, uh, let's say, Regal Eagle. Real eagle. Yeah. Good. Good. I like it. <laughs> so nobody answers, and then you comes and knocks her into the Blue Roses where he's at, or because he's chasing a dragonfly. And um, this is where I kind of get the uh, uh, impression you's kind of a shithead. Yeah. Everyone in this village is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that always an Animal Crossing thing? Is everyone sucks in this village, in my opinion. <laughs> it, it, it can be like that if you get all. Basically, when uh, New Horizons came out, everyone was scrambling on social media like, oh, I want this villager. Oh, I want this villager. Because every villager kind of has their own personality. Mm-hmm. And if you get a village full of losers, it's, it's kind of depressing. Yeah, I, uh, I actually bought an amiibo card so I could get nibbles because I was like, I am there not screwing go. around. <laughs> I'm just on buying. Otherwise, this thing. you can't really you can vaguely control who you get, but it's very difficult. Yeah, and there's never a shirt unless you get the amiibo cards. Yeah, that took uh, that took an obscenely long amount of time because it, I didn't realize you had to wait until like you got the campsite, and then like even mm-hmm. then it took a while to be able to summon them, and then it took a f- few tries of you summoning them to convince them to come into your village. I was like, oh my god, I'm like, I just. I I literally expedited the stupid card so I could get nibbles really quickly, and then I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was going to take this damn long. Okay, I didn't need to expedite the damn card. Cool, wonderful. Spent like four extra dollars for no reason. Devastating. <laughs> oh, such a Jason thing to do. Anyway, uh, so yep. Rossetti pops up and yells at I, uh, and considering what his role is in the, well, pro- or previous games, I wonder what role he actually serves in the um, quote-unquote real-life village. I don't know. That's not very clear. Yeah, he, he just seems he to seems pop to, up to yell. 
he seems to be in charge of making everything. Because remember, he's like at the end, he's like decorating everything, and so he has to take everything down by himself afterwards because mm-hmm. everyone's an asshole in this village and doesn't do anything. I think that's every <laughs> so, village. So, so I just think he's in, he's the groundskeeper for everything. That makes sense. He does kind of mention something about being a caretaker or a janitor, someone who keeps the peace, like kind of an all all rounder. There we go. He's the he's the unspoken force that keeps things nice in the village. Yes. Um, and he's like screaming about her trashing Apollo's flowers because yeah, blue roses are not easy to get. So no, they I'd be a little pissed off too. I mean, at least they weren't gold roses. So that's something. And then he sends her to the roost, a coffee shop in the museum. She walks up into the museum, uh, and then screams in terror when she sees dinosaur bones, kind of just this like little, maybe overreaction about seeing dinosaur bones. Yeah. A little bit. Like, maybe because it was in the dark. I think that was the insinuation. I don't know, guys. That's the same reaction Blathers has every time you bring him a bug. Well, that's understandable. <laughs> it's a live, creepy thing. <laughs> it's a cage. Like, like if you brought him a hissing cockroach, I would have the same reaction as Blathers would. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> hey, what? You know, I actually did a um, one of those like night in the museum things when I was a kid where you camped out at the uh, museum oh, cool. and thought that was like oh, one of the coolest cool. things I ever did. It was just like, oh, this is awesome. I get to like look around at dinosaur bones all night and then I promptly passed out at like nine o'clock at night. <laughs> so No. <laughs> I had a birthday at, at the kids' museum one year. That was That was a good one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would think like if just having a birthday at a museum sounds so cool, and to not have it be good, like no, no, it was good. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it was good. Sorry, I am not like sorry. I said, yeah. It wasn't good. It was good. It was a good time. Awesome. <laughs> I like the other version there better. We're not just apologize for you for uh, John having a good time. It's like yeah. I'm sorry, you shouldn't have had a good time there. Uh, Canadian. <laughs> All right, so the owls come up and check on her after they hear her screaming, and turns out the museum is a lot less scary with the lights on. Blathers starts uh, blathering about the dinosaurs, in case you don't know, Blathers is the uh, curator of the museum of sorts. I like his enthusiasm. It reminds oh, yes. me of when Jason uh, does research for a video game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sort of like the all-encompassing uh, Jeremy and Bob version of uh, Retronauts on, on our podcast, so... <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we do game clubs, I sit there and uh, John will about averaging about like fifteen to twenty something minutes. Where I'll sit there and just talk about the history and development of everything. Yeah, it's great. I love yeah, it. yeah, sure, it is. <laughs> a favorite part of everyone's episode of those is me just blabbering <laughs> for twenty minutes. Anyway, uh, let's see. Celeste, uh, who's his sister, offers to take her up to the roost, and Blathers just kind of keeps talking and just pulls her away because. Blathers just keeps going and going and going, whether anyone's there to listen to him or not. Kind of like me sometimes. I'm listening. <laughs> We're listening. <laughs> uh, Celeste tells I to come visit her in the observatory upstairs sometime. So Brewster, a pigeon who looks like a kind of stuffy butler. Yes. Uh, is the one who runs the roost. I asked Caesar, a gorilla with a mustache, and Cyrano, an anteater with rather thick eyebrows, if either of them is Apollo. They tell her Apollo is a bit of a snooty jerk. And of course... Apollo walks in and then gets a cup of coffee and sits down and, yeah, kind of does seem like a little bit of a snooty jerk as he sits down. I goes up to her and fesses up that she was the one who messed up uh, his gardening and apologizes. Apollo kind of looks at her and tells Brewster the coffee was superb, but otherwise doesn't acknowledge I even said anything to her. Or to yeah. Him. Yeah. You know, a, he's extremely cold to her. Yeah. Real yeah. jerk move, I thought, but eh, whatever. So uh, we see Margie again, uh, who's the pink elephant from earlier. Uh, she helps I push the delivery cart for a while. They stop at a cherry tree and fantasize about making a pie. I didn't realize this part of the movie was going to be such um, an integral yeah, thing to the... This is the most key plot point in the entire movie. It's yes. a cherry pie conversation. I, oh, man. I sort of skimmed over it when I was writing the notes of the movie, and I was like, oh, surely this isn't going to be anything. And as I'm watching the rest <laughs> of the movie, I'm like, damn it, I really... Uh, come on, seriously? This is the biggest plot thread? 
Ugh, anyway, <laughs> this whole movie feels like several. It seems like a, it's like a kids cartoon. It's like several episodes of a mediocre ki- children's cartoon. That and like oh, this is the beach episode, and this is the, this yeah. is this is the Christmas episode, and then it just they just kind of stitch it all together into an hour and a half. So. Yeah, it's a bit of an odd thing. Anyway, uh, so Margie shakes the tree and gives I one of the cherries. To sh- um, this way, they can each have one. It's it. it I, I don't really understand the cherry pie thing, but. Whatever. Anyway, it was something about eating pieces and finishing the whole pie instead of putting it in the fridge. Just hang on to your hopes and dreams. That's that's what it translates into. Yeah, I think so. Flirting. (laughs) (laughs) I as a child, so that that's really creepy. Anyway, she's living on her own too, which is really weird. (laughs) Yeah, right. No, no, it's not. Remember, in the world of Pokemon, uh, John. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, the world of Pokemon. (laughs) Ten-year-olds run around on their own, so and fight legendary monsters that could destroy the world or this, are just god Pokemon. This so, how how strange is this? Anyway, uh, so I is writing her mom about fitting in and her friendship with Margie. Margie seems to have a good sense of design. Uh, I wanders the beach and finds a about a miracle happening during the winter festival and then she sees a red comet in the sky and then thinks it's a ufo and of course this is another plot thread i didn't think was going to be much of anything but well there you go (sighs) yeah yeah. i I did not think there was going to be like a really big through line of anything in this movie i thought it was just going to be a lot of meandering and well turns out no there's some things you need to pay attention to apparently there had to be something for an hour and a half yeah (laughs) or they could have just it's like what are we doing here (laughs) or they could have just not made it an hour and a half and just sort of made it meandering uh, all right, so while at the beach, I, Margie, and Rosie see Whitney walk by. Rosie brings up that the rumor is Apollo and Whitney were a couple at some point. Uh, Rosie chastises Margie for not putting her sketchbook down while at the beach because she hasn't gone in the water once. Sable offered to help Margie find a store to sell her designs. Last I checked, Sable uh, runs a store, so couldn't she put it in her shop? No. There <laughs> you go. I wonder about that myself. <laughs> I was like, wait it's a like, second. She's like, Mar- Margie, I like you. And I'll help you, but I won't really help you that much. <laughs> yeah, I will help you find. I will. I will help you find somebody to put your clothes in here, but it's not going to be in my store. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, anyway. Uh, you and Alfonso are digging for fossils. Uh, Rossetti yells at them for digging so many holes because his tunnels are collapsing. They run off, and one of his tunnels collapses as a geyser kind of spouts out from one of them. It's like, oh, poor Rossetti. I can see why he's always so mad now. It's like if this is what he's dealing with constantly. Yeah, his life life is in their hands at that point. (laughs) He could have died. (laughs) These assholes are just laughing about it. Yeah, it's all a game to them, and Rossetti's just doing the hard work behind the scenes. Now I I actually kind of feel bad for him, and I understand why he yells at you when you don't uh, save your game. Yeah, me too. I, Rosie, and Margie leave the Able Sisters, and it looks like Margie's designs will be available soon, so they talk about wearing them to the next K.K. Slider concert. I find another... Beach. The writer wants her to plant pine trees at specific locations around the village, and then another comet flies overhead. And, or, I'm sorry, another red comet flies overhead. I'm not really sure why it's red when the ship comes up later and it's not red, but whatever. <laughs> Getting hung up on a detail that doesn't matter. I don't know why I do that. Stylistic <laughs> choice. Uh, I'm just trying to find something to latch onto here, Jason. Very, very true. Very not, true. The movie's not giving you much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. At this point in the movie, yeah, it's just like, why am I, why is this anyway? I, Rosie, and Margie talk to Pelly. She tells them there's a firework festival coming up soon and KK will be performing. You and Alfonso are digging nearby, and Alfonso finds a gyroid, but you finds the last fossil he needed for his collection, which is always an exciting thing to get, except then it sort of makes hunting for fossils sort of a moot point outside of money, which... Yeah. Yeah, I kind of... When I finished my museum, I was like, oh! 
now what? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Rosie mentions seeing tons of the same fossils in a cave, and then you begs her to take him there. And then another outfit change for you. This kid must have a hell of a wardrobe because now he's in a pirate outfit. So yeah, yes. For half a second, I thought well, he had a peg leg, but I was like, oh, come. Uh, I kind of wish they had put him in a peg leg. I thought it had been a cute little touch. That would have been pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, so, um, you and Alfonso take a rowboat to the cave with the girls. You calls Rosie a wench and asks her which tunnel they should take as the cave splits. You're a wench. Yes. Well, yeah, that means you had a double take of it. Yeah, I was like, wait, did I just read that right? Yeah, in the, in the dub, I, I forget what they called her, but it wasn't a wench. It was a much more toned down thing. And as I'm watching with the kids, I was like, oh, no, I forgot the wench part. And they, I was like, I don't want to have to explain what a wench is because I'm not entirely sure. I just know it's derogatory. <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, Rosie picks the one that uh, leads up to the waterfall. Tortimer is coming up with a new campaign slogan and runs into Pascal, the otter who collects scalps from you and is clearly a stoner based on the truths he drops on you in New Horizons. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, his name is Pascal? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> that, that explains a lot. <laughs> uh, Tormer tries to get him to snap out of it, but Pascal is spaced out. Um, <clears throat> uh, high as hell, not spaced out. Anyway, yeah, he spits one of his truth and then does this kind of crazy springboard jump and then swims off. A weird otter. I do think it's cute that he swims off like on his back with the holding the scalp that you give him. Yeah, that was really cute. Yeah, but then you realize like, oh, he's a he's a he's a oh, filthy you stoner. Said, you said scallop. I thought you said scalp. And oh, yeah, yeah, amazing. John, that would fit in better with the version of the Animal Crossing movie we came up with a few episodes back. Here's your daily yeah, the dark reboot. Daily scalp, Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Anyway, I, Rosie, Margie, you, and Alfonso ship runs runs around in the cave. You runs off after he sees some um, fossils. They all rush over to celebrate, but I sees the fossil remains of a seismosaurus that Blathers had mentioned earlier. You tries to climb up to get to the fossil, and how exactly he tended to get this thing out of there is beyond me, but maybe just one bone at a time? Yeah, I feel like this whole seismosaurus thing was yet another plot thread that got just kind of discarded until the like, end credits, literally. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah also, seems like everyone no one else noticed this thing until now? <laughs> it's not even, like, hidden. Yeah, the whole thing is there. That's uh, that's a pretty enormous discovery, so to speak. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Entire skeleton. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. From stem to stern, it's like it's like one of the largest dinosaurs ever to live, and it's like in in its entirety there, outside of like a quarter of its jaw, is not there that we find out later because it's it serves as a uh, you know a thing for. Anyway, let's move on, because there's a lot. Uh, so a rock breaks off and starts a cave-in. You tries to go back in, but everyone stops him, and then the cave entrance collapses. And, um, yeah, my note here was, moving on from that story thread? Just, like, nothing? Okay, that seemed like a pretty big deal that the cave-in happened, and then just nothing? Just bounced off like yeah. nothing? Nope, just another day in Animal Crossing. Yep. <laughs> no. Another day in Animal Crossing. <laughs> I, I, I would kind of like a like a day in Animal Crossing, where I go explore a cave, and it caves in on itself. At least it would be something a little bit more different. Every day, an asshole village. Welcome to asshole village, asshole. What do you expect? I think I'm going to rename my village that. I think I'm going to just delete my file and start over and just call it asshole village. So, uh, anyway, at the village square, the village is getting ready for the concert and fireworks show. KK Slider comes up and does his usual kind of beatnik spiel, and Margie requests KK Bosa, and boy, they really went for using KK's legit voice in here. I this is bad, right? This is bad. <laughs> this is what KK does. It was because uh, I expected him to actually sing. I know I know the whole KK thing. Like I I've seen his songs before, but you know, for, in a movie where they don't actually, movie where they actually speak, I feel like it doesn't work. No, exactly. Should have given us some lyrics. 
as bad as it might have been. In the dub version, they actually do, and you could, but you can still hear his little beep 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 beep, beep <laughs> underneath. It's like what the? Heck? <laughs> it sounds. It sounded really bad. Yeah. It yeah. Was, it's unpleasant. Yeah. Oh, the dub version. Now we're still we still have like an hour left of this movie. At this point. <laughs> yeah, the dub version doesn't really do it any better favors by having an actual voice over it. So I don't know which choice would have been better. Maybe just not having KK involved at all would have been a better one. But anyway, I feel like you can't do that. It's, he's like one of the, the key animal crossing characters, isn't he? Like, he is. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's extremely he's popular. My, he's my yeah. icon on Switch. So, <laughs> uh, all right. I reflects on the talk she's had with Margie about pursuing um, the talents she has while KK sings, and we move on from KK from there, basically, which is I don't want to say kind of nice, but kind of nice. Uh, I, Rosie, and Margie are walking around the festival booths with a quick appearance by Timmy and Tommy, who are adorable, but also at the same time little shithead capitalists too. So, <laughs> exactly that that is the greatest struggle in my heart. Yeah, they're so cute, but you're like you guys are little shitheads, and. Nadi, have you noticed when uh, John brought this up, but that they're totally cops? Because when you go walking around their shop, they follow you like you're sh- going to shoplift. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're very very much at your heels. Yeah. And uh, although uh, when you bring it up, New Horizon lacks the two real cops of the game, Booker and Copper. Yeah. They're not around this time. The cop's name is Copper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And, and Booker. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Yes. One's a bulldog. One's like a German Shepherd or something. But mm-hmm. uh, it's adorable. They are quite cute. I, even though they're cops, I do miss them, and I do hope they return. <laughs> even though they're cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, I says she wants to find what her talent is as well. You and Alfonso find a golden slingshot at Red's tent. I'm glad Red made an appearance here. Uh, Red says yeah. it's a rare item that guarantees 100% accuracy, and then the camera cuts back to a box full of them at his tent, which I was just yeah. like, oh, great, perfect. <laughs> yeah, all this time, I thought that, like, New Horizons was like so, like you know, like oh look at all this cool new stuff. I'm like oh, all of these characters existed. <laughs> yeah, a little betrayed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when Red got introduced, but he's been around for a while. So, I think maybe New Leaf. No, sorry, sorry. Uh, Wild World. Wild World. Okay, yeah, because I know I know he was in New Leaf. I just don't remember prior because I didn't play it before that outside of the GameCube one. So the boys try to get the girls to go shop there, and they ignore him and just kind of walk away and in the dub version they say boys will be boys instead of those boys which i think those boys probably works better just yeah because i not a big fan of the boys will be boys thing because that's just sort of one of those things it's like oh yeah just let them do whatever they want because they're boys it's like no it doesn't work that way yeah <sighs> yeah try yeah that's that's something like i'm trying to break my uh mother-in-law of saying when my son starts acting a little crazy and i'm like no 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 not not boys will be boys i'm not okay with that sorry so Anyway, moving on. I don't need to talk about my parenting style here. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's, let's really get into the nitty-gritty of it, Jason, right now. Well, you know, I slept for an hour and 55 minutes yesterday, and I played, uh, you know, uh, Smash Brothers with my kids for uh, an hour and a half. Uh, who's, your, who's your main? My main? Uh, Link. Oh, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa uh, was uh, was our C-sticker when she mm-hmm. used to come over to my place, and we used to play uh, with the hey, crew at GameStop. Hey, nothing wrong with a C-stick. No, right? I guess not. <laughs> And yet you still couldn't. Why, why, why would it be there if it wasn't meant to be used? It's easy. it's for children. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I guess technically at the time you sort of were a child still. So yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, Nadia, um, Vanessa used to work at GameStop with me, and I would have a whole oh, bunch cool. of people at um or from the store over at my place because I was the only one that had their own house and. Um, yeah, we would just like play Smash Brothers, Rainbow Six Vegas, and the like, basically. And Vanessa would always play Pikachu and just C stick the shit out of us. So, yep. <laughs> Pikachu is known for that vicious C stick. Yeah. 
Rat. <laughs> electric rat. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, firework display. Tortimer goes off. Everyone recognizes it and just kind of turns back to what they were doing. And Tortimer seems very despondent that nobody poor cared. T- poor Tortimer. <laughs> See, I do feel Turtimore. bad for the guy. <laughs> yeah. Tortimer. Turtle. Just Tortimer. Oh, nobody Ooh. likes me. Dodie, dodie, do. Anyway, so I writes her mom about being jealous of Margie's convictions. And she reflects on the messages in the bottle she's found. And then a red comet flies by again. Uh, again, it doesn't seem like it's really much of a plot point, but there's like the two plot points that are just running together in the background for very brief instances. And you're like, is, is this important? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it should be, but <laughs> yeah. they keep bringing it up. So, yeah. Uh, Rosie yells at I about not going to Margie's farewell party. And this is apparently news to I uh, because she doesn't know that Margie's moving away to go pursue her dream of becoming a fashion designer. I runs off to find her, but misses her. And this is where I was like, you know what? Margie's a shithead. Screw you. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of a bullshit thing to do. Asshole. Yeah. Like, and then her explanation is like, sorry, I just, it was really, it would have been really hard to say goodbye. So I chose the easy way out. And I figured yeah. if you're a good person, you'd understand why I did that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Later. Yeah. So screw you, Margie. If, I did invite everyone else, though, until everyone else but you. So. Yeah. Yeah. So if I ever see Margie in my uh, New Horizons uh, tent, I'm just going to hit her like a, a dozen times with a net over the head and just be like, you bitch. <laughs> She has, like, a heroic return for no fucking reason. Yeah, yeah, screw her. Anyway. <laughs> I did think it was kind of sad when uh, I went to the hill and Margie's just her entire house was gone. And you think about how <laughs> weird that is in terms of, like, you the real world. But I, in Animal Crossing is kind of sad. I didn't even that's, think that's, about that. That's when you move. You're just, everything vanishes. <laughs> you're never there. Yeah. You put it all in your pocket. <laughs> I didn't even think it, and I didn't even realize that that's what that was, that her house was gone. I just thought she yeah, ran yeah, and she just kind of gave up. Was gone. Just, she has a pocket camp. It really, really is. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, Cyrano falls into a hole made with a pitfall seed. Caesar laughs at him about it and then walks off, only to fall in one as well. And we see it was you and Alfonso, the two little shitheads of the village who planted them, and they're laughing as all the villagers fall in the holes. Champ, who has made a few <laughs> appearances in here, uh, he's a little uh, monkey character who likes to work out, uh, is running while lifting dumbbells and falls into one of the holes as well. And. You think he did, but then he caught himself on the edges and flings himself out only to land in another one. And then he catches himself again and again and again and again and again. It's like, yeah. I I do have to say, impressive feat of strength. Yeah, it was kind of impressive when he did it the first time, but I guess it just became a hobby for him. (laughs) Then he was like, I'm going to aim for these pitfalls now. He's like, like, why did they do Like, I'm just... Like, why the pitfalls to begin with? <laughs> and then those two guys, like, the other guy was going to leave the other guy stuck in the hole. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everyone yep. sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, you and Alfonso look on impresses the or at the display of strength. Then I falls in a hole. You and Alfonso celebrate as she barely flinches as she gets out of it and leaves because she's so depressed that her best friend just uh, vanished. Without saying goodbye. Without a a word. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh. A normal person would feel real bad about doing that after seeing that, but they just kind of like, oh, whatever, because they're both little shitheads. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I head to the roost where Whitney is having a cup of coffee. KK Bosa comes on and she starts to reflect about Margie. I breaks down crying, which is totally sensible because her best friend abandoned her without saying goodbye. And then Whitney absconds her about crying that a lady should be happy that a friend is following her dreams. Oh, fuck oh that. my God. God. I, yeah. Yeah. Whitney sucks <laughs> too. Up, now. Whitney. <laughs> you just need uh, Lex Luger. Mm-mm. Okay. Sorry. I totally she's thought you. Basically, she's basically Lex Luger. Okay. Yeah. I can agree with that comparison. 
Uh, I says she's crying because Margie never told her why she was leaving or that she was leaving. Uh, Whitney laughs at her about it, which, again, real shithead move, and tells her that she should believe in herself, which, yeah, really helpful. Thanks. Yeah, pick yourself up by your bootstraps is basically what she told her, so just fuck right off, Whitney. <sighs> so, as I is leaving, Apollo is uh, near the roost store, but stops short of coming in as Whitney starts a monologue about the friendship between women and men, and women and women, the difference between the two, and then reminisces about her and Apollo, even if it was only for one day, so I guess they had a one-night stand? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, are they implying they had a fling? Yeah. Like, I have to say that, like, if they had a kid, like a wolf eagle, that'd be that'd be pretty badass. Yeah, that'd be pretty. Yeah. A wolf eagle. Oh man, that's hard to even think about. A, uh, <laughs> a griffin, but with like a, a wolf body instead of a lion body. <laughs> wow. An emotionally distant wolf eagle. Oh, that'd be. You gotta say wolf eagle for for the next game or the download content in, in New Horizons. I don't care. Just, just get it in there. <laughs> um, Nadia, let's uh, let's let's both DM uh, Jose at, uh, and, and yeah. Nintendo, and we'll uh, we'll be like, hey, dude, here's an idea. <laughs> Watch no, this movie, and then this is why we're saying this. <laughs> Oh, anyway, uh, I comes across Wendell, a walrus, on the beach, and he asks her for food. Uh, Nadia, are you familiar with uh, Wendell at all? Because I don't remember ever seeing him before. I know. He's one of those characters that I know I have seen in one of the games, but he's really at the back of my memory. Okay. But yes, you did have to feed him. His whole plot point is useless. Yeah. I agree, and it's super weird. It's also like, super, super weird. <laughs> this whole movie is trying to tell like a story about best friends and a whole bunch of other shit in the context of Animal Crossing, which... It just doesn't really work because it wants to cram all the Animal Crossing references into the game. Sorry, into the movie, understandably. But the tale it's trying to tell with those characters is just really weird and disjointed. Yeah, it's like some half-assed coming-of-age story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was anyway, honestly sorry. thinking, like, it it would have been kind of cool when, when it started. I thought, oh, maybe this is just going to be kind of a, a movie about the relationship between the characters like oh Whitney and, and Apollo are dating and you have to fix things between them that's 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 fun i could deal with that but it just went to weird places uh yeah <laughs> what's a real like places you wouldn't really expect the movie to go to but whatever. no yeah especially for something that's barely in the games at all but anyway uh i brings him or brings him home and then offers him some food and then he proceeds to stuff himself and starts choking uh <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, oh, I are we going to have a character death? I forgot. <laughs> I was like, is he going to die? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I see death on Animal Crossing. It's a coming of age story. He has to experience everything. <laughs> there you go. you got to get used to death sometime, kid. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll see it play a fat walrus eating a bunch of rice balls until he asphyxiates himself. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that explains why he's not New Horizons, so... Because he exactly. died in the movie. All right. Uh, he offers her some of it, which is real generous that he's offering her some of her own food. So Yeah, yeah that's very nice. Asshole village full of assholes. Uh, <laughs> also, he's like explaining to her how when you're sad, just eat a bunch of food. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that didn't seem like the best coping method. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. You're not supposed to use food to cope? Oh, guys, I've been doing it all wrong. Okay, well, anyway. Uh, there's a knock at the door and Pete, another postal pelican, delivers a letter from Margie. Meanwhile, Wendell's kind of snuck off into the night like a ninja. Just, so weird. Yeah. That Why? Was Did not make a sound. No. I think what? even like the area he was in was just completely tidied again. Yeah. Like why, a ghost. Why did he have to ghost her? Why Why did he have to be in this at all? They could have just had <laughs> I just show up at home and then... He'd knock on the, I don't, anyway. I don't, again, putting way too much thought into it. Anyway, so Margie's letter says she didn't tell I she was leaving because, as John said earlier, uh, she doesn't want I to cry and she didn't want to start her journey with tears in her eyes. Yeah, yeah, real good job. 
Uh, I yells out to the ocean that she'll try real hard too at uh, pursuing her dreams. And then Rosie comes up the path uh, and is like, what's wrong with you? You're just screaming at the ocean. This village is all thinking of her imagination. <laughs> just, that would be a better movie. <laughs> it would be pretty funny. She's just been screaming out into the into the wilderness. For, this would for be a and nobody movie. really knows what to do with her. She's just the woman on the street who screams at the ocean. <laughs> and people's uh, mothers just kind of shoo their children past. Come on, dear, let's, let's go. Don't look at the woman yeah. screaming at the ocean. <laughs> Thanks, Ronald Reagan, for getting rid of uh, you know mental health care. We appreciate it. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, that was very helpful. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Rosie comes up to the path and apologizes about being harsh, and then a bunch of shooting stars fall. So, this whole segment, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's I, a segment. Yeah, yeah. It seems like the whole okay. thing of the movie. If if there's one thread throughout this whole movie, is that was a segment. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I wish this movie would have stopped already. <laughs> <laughs> so I head to the winter festival. Uh, Rossetti's putting up the holiday lights, and then notices there's a lot more pine trees this year. And then he comes to the startling realization that he's the one who has to take the lights down, too. So, yeah, again, poor guy. One person decorates his whole goddamn village. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It sucks. Like, you... If I was Rossetti, I would have moved a long time ago. Yeah. I'd have been like, nope, you, you assholes, just take care of it yourself. Sorry. That's why he's so angry all the time. I get it. I, I totally get it now. Now, if he ever makes an appearance again and starts yelling, I'm going to be like, nah, I get it, man. I get it. You, you got you to vent sometimes. Like, I'll take it. It's fine, dude. Uh, Torter makes an announcement that whoever has the best decorations will win the Winter Festival and then reminds everyone to vote for him and then he's decorated the post office with a big image of himself which seems like it should be a crime of some sort, right? You can't use... Probably. There's got to be conflict of interest in there. Yeah, yeah. You can't use a government building to promote yourself. It doesn't seem like the way to go. But again, just seems like maybe somebody else that's hopefully only in office for another like six weeks. So <laughs> <sighs> anyway, as all the decorations in the town light up, I heads over to the observatory t- uh, to go see Celeste so they can watch the sky for aliens, which, which uh, again, a plot thread that is like, wait, what, what, what are they doing now? Suddenly aliens. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, oh, cool. Yeah. She, she got a message in the bottle. Well, the same dude's from aliens. But, and why? <laughs> yeah. I, mm. Anyway, uh, I start to wonder if the messages in the bottle really came from a UFO or someone playing a prank. Uh, Celeste encourages you to keep looking because the odds are in zero that alien life exists, which, I mean, mathematically, yeah, that makes sense. But at the same time, um, how close could they possibly be? Well, as it turns I, out, I was uh, going to say, yeah, <laughs> it turns out they're next door neighbors. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, she looks out the telescope and sees a UFO crashing. The whole village goes to check it out. The UFO opens up and the alien walks out. Turns out it's Gulliver pretending to be an alien, which I'm This is the part that for. like made me want to stop watching this movie. Like, God damn Gulliver. Like, I don't want to watch them search for his stupid UFO part. His stupid fragments of is whatever he, is bullshit Is no one like Gulliver? Is he a shitty character? He, uh, in New Horizons, um, every, like, say like once every week or two, he'll like wash up on your, uh, wash up on your shore and he'll be missing five parts of his cell phone, basically. And you have the to go digging around for a cell phone. So yeah, at least a Gull- like- at least a Gullivar, his uh, pirate counterpart, only has you go uh, swim out for his uh, cell phone by itself. Basically, you don't have to dig up five mm-hmm. parts; it's just one. Yeah, but- I do Gullivar like that. Yeah, like- I do like the I do like the the pun there. I like that. That's good. Uh, I also like that his beak is poking out of his helmet. That was dumb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, was- that was pretty funny. <laughs> it's a, it's it's like the whole dick nose with uh, with the masks and everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. People just walking around with their nose under their mitts. Like guys, that's like cutting the tip off the condom. It doesn't make any sense to do that. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway. Just just like that. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It's like, Hey, look up. Anyway, I'll just move on. I'm going to try to keep the show kind of, kind of, you know, 
PG-13 rated. Anyway. Uh, Oops, sorry. Yeah. I, I think I blew that. Oh, I, I blew that a long time ago. My daughter kind of wanted to listen to this one, and she's 10, and I'm like, well, I... I killed that already, so we're not doing that. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, you should, you should listen to our Alone in the Dark episode. Uh, <laughs> I bet. It's on my uh, to-do list now. Uh, our, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think we ever said fuck as much as we did in the House of the Dead episode, though. That's true. That, that was a movie. We were just despondent. Like, I, even, even at the beginning, I was just like, I, I, I don't know if this is going to be our last episode or not. I don't know if I can continue with this. <laughs> So. <laughs> the punishment has become too much yeah oh uh, guys remember when we thought like uh um, portal combat the journey begins was gonna be the worst thing we ever saw two years ago oh. we thought that two yeah. years ago how naive we were <laughs> yeah what a good movie it turned out <laughs> <laughs> it, it was short really classic gave it all the oscars <laughs> <laughs> all right oh. and the audacity to only be 20 minutes long and you know it's a bold decision that i really appreciate now <laughs> yes yes <laughs> for that it all the applause <laughs> for that we thank you anyway uh the villagers all run off to search for different parts of the ufo uh you leads alfonso i and rosie to where he said she saw part of it land well they struggle to push a boulder out margie makes her triumphant return and helps push it and Again, she just kind of it. no, no. She pulled it with her little elephant hands. That oh. bothers me so much. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. She doesn't have thumbs. How did she pull? And she has no digits. How is she designing those digits anyway? I guess it's just Animal Crossing. How's <laughs> she drawing? <laughs> holding hands with her little elephant, flat little elephant feet. It's sticky. Maybe maybe every day she puts like stick, <laughs> double sided tape on it. <laughs> Gorilla glue. <laughs> Uh, so while they struggle to push the boulder out of the way, uh, Marge. Oh, I already read that. Do, 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 do. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, you heads into a. <laughs> Hold on, I need a second. Damn it! <laughs> oh, that was real dumb. Anyway, uh, uh, this is this is staying in for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, we had a uh, Brian Shea on a few episodes ago, and uh, from Game Informer, and uh, we I definitely left in some of the warts there <laughs> just because it was like, yeah, it sort of fits with the show. So normally I'll edit stuff like this out, and I was just like, nah, this kind of fits in with the vibe of the show for this one, so I'll just leave it in anyway. Uh, you heads into the cave. They found the, um, the fossils in earlier. He sees a piece on the top of the dinosaur and then climbs up to go get it, which, um, yeah, just seems like a insane task because he nearly falls off like a dozen times. Yeah, yeah. nail biting sequence we got here. I'm sure it really that was the only have... good action sequence, if you could call that. Just climbing on, as someone who actually has a major interest in dinosaur and paleontology, mm-hmm. just seeing him climb that rare skeleton and, and <laughs> fucking it up with his little feet, like, get down, you stupid kid. I don't care how you get down. Do the do it the easy way. Just get off that, please, and let someone dig it up. Yeah, yeah. I also wonder how that thing died. <laughs> that it died standing up. Yeah, it was all. It, it got buried. Like I think it fell and got stuck in the hole, and then just died. Ooh, but it died. But it died standing up. <laughs> Maybe it like was jammed, and then like you know, over time, the rocks fell from around it. it Maybe it was like it, it kind of fell in the hole, and its neck being so long kind of stuck out for a while, and all the other animals and dinosaurs came by and laughed and kicked it, and he just. <laughs> <laughs> the, and it was it's like 127 hours. Only he didn't have a posable thumb, so it couldn't cut its arm off. Okay, that's the canon. This is the uh, Jurassic Park version of uh, anim- of Animal Crossing, basically. Yeah, he's, he, that's the James Franco of dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Uh, you climbs up to the top and manages to get the piece. And then just as he grabs it, he falls. And this is where I mentioned, like, the only piece of this dinosaur missing is a little bit of its jaw that leads to a little bit of dramatic effect as you, like, struggles to kind of reach over to grab it. Mm-hmm. That's really the only piece of this 
entire gigantic, you know, 10 story tall dinosaur that's missing is a little bit of its jaw. So, so as he falls off, Alfonso and Rosie rush to catch him. And at the last second, Rosie chickens out and backs off uh, because she realizes he's going to fall on her and it's probably going to hurt like hell. So I think Rosie did the right thing. It was like, I'm not going to yeah, save you. Yeah, she would have died. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to save you. I'm just going to die too. So never mind. He, he crushed that, that gator's death. <laughs> yes. Well. <laughs> uh, Alfonso looks at her in horror as he realizes that you is going to smash into him, crashing through the ice that they're standing on. And then I catches the UFO part. Which, with a little help from Margie, as Margie, like, shoves her? Like, yeah, yeah. kind of gives her a big, strong shove. Uh, the whole thing with the you falling on Alfonso, I have to admit, that was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I, do, I did I, like the part where you looked at Rosie and was like, oh, no! His like, mouth agape, yeah. thought he was dead. <laughs> yeah. Sugar. It's like, Sorry, you just killed me! <laughs> yeah. It's uh, dead. It's me, I'm a dead. It's <laughs> 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 a like this. It, it's a my doom! <laughs> uh, Alfonso climbs out of the water asking for help because he's not a good swimmer which seems odd for an alligator alligator hello yeah mm-hmm. uh, I rings out his bunny costume and then the whole group comments this is the first time they've seen his actual face because he's been in a costume the entire time yeah uh, Gulliver counts the UFO pieces as I's group comes back with the pieces they found or the piece they found Champ comes back with a similar piece there's a strange glow in the sky and then some real UFOs show up and the movie takes a real real turn here what <laughs> is going on is it, are pretty, aliens a thing at Animal Crossing like, nope it... don't remember my husband sent me some information saying that I think in how uh, was it uh, Wild World they, they were kind of like a, a vague background thing that I, I don't remember to be honest with you, but I do. They're just in, in the back of my memory somehow. Yeah, well, this whole sequence is nuts. Yeah, yeah. there was nothing like that. Let's put it that way. No, yeah, yeah. This is completely unique to the movie. So this is someone finally decided. You know what? I'm I'm tired of animating this, and they they took a, a bunch a bunch of stuff, unidentifiable stuff, and finished it. Yeah, they were just like, oh fuck it, I'm done with this. Let's just end this thing, huh? I, I don't care how we do it. Let's just end this. <laughs> trip. Acid trip in a in a beam in a teleporter beam. It's just that also crazy. Those, it's just that crazy those, guy from the History Channel where he's just like aliens. Yes. <laughs> also, those gears disguised as an alien. Is alien disguised as a gear for some reason too? Oh, yeah, I didn't get that. So like, yeah. yeah. It reminds Whatever. me of Pokemon. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of uh, Sun and Moon, where like all the Ultra Beasts. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Just a little just, bit. Uh, just this, nose there. They're not quite Pokemon, but they're. Still, anyway. All right, mysterious talking things. Talk about it too. Think about it too much, guys. Think about it too much. So, ice piece floats and starts changing shape. In it looks like the piece is the actual UFO, and it's damaged from Gulliver's spaceship running into it. Uh, A beam comes down from one of the ships and sort of envelops it, or envelops I. Her perspective changes to her being in space, and the little UFO shape shifts. So it looks like I's face is a very creepy, kind of lifeless version of it. Yes, um, it's funny that sort of thing happens a lot at the end of, believe it or not, Kirby games, where mm-hmm. these elder gods of the Kirby universe take kind of emulate Kirby's form. But that is supposed to be kind of unsettling because it's Kirby. Mm-hmm. But this was supposed to be cute and, and fun, and it was just really creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if if the internet's canon is to believe Kirby is some sort of elder god himself, so Kirby is definitely Nintendo's elder god. I do not dispute that. I've written an article about that. Please look it up. <laughs> you know, I think I've read that before. That may that may have been where I actually got that from. That I think about that. There are there's so much evidence to support it. I love it. You know, I mean, he is the only one that's uh, survived the apocalypse in Smash. Exactly, true. and the only reason he doesn't kill us all is because all he cares about is his friends and sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So we're all very lucky about yeah. that. Yeah, um, Nadia, are you familiar with a Kirby's Dream Band by chance? 
Kirby's Dream Band? Yeah. No. They're a cover band that I discovered from Retronauts. Oh, God, had to be like 10 years ago or something like that. Their newest album is Bat Out of Hell. <laughs> and it is Kirby on his little unicycle, uh, motorcycle thing, and with Meta Knight in the background. <laughs> okay, I have to look that up. I will. I, I will. Bat out of Hell. I have, a mini, I have a mini disc of it sitting here on my desk. Beauty. Yeah, it's, it. it's wonderful. So. Oh, okay. Where the hell were we? Let's see. Aliens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just really confused. Jeez. All right. I says goodbye to the little UFO. And then thanks you for being there so they could save the little UFO thing. As the UFOs fly off, they make a constellation that looks like I as a thank you, which, okay. Um, she looked like Shrek. I'm telling you. I yeah. Saw, I saw them draw that. And I'm like, why are they drawing Shrek? <laughs> yeah, that is not. Somebody wants to tell me. No, 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 no. Stop, please. I don't know what aliens would hate you if they drew, aliens come to Earth and they draw Shrek in the skies. And we are all just like, why did they do that? Why did they do this? <laughs> they could have wiped us out. But no, they did this instead to us. Thanks. They did this instead. What does it mean? And they're all laughing. Oh, stupid humans. <laughs> Uh, Apollo seems impressed with the display. I apologize to him again about the blue roses, and Apollo apologizes for making her think he was still worried about it. But yeah, of course she would, because she's a child, and you just walked away when she apologized to you in the first place, you shithead. Yeah, Apollo is definitely indicated. Apollo and Whitney are definitely indicated to be like kind of more older adult villagers, whereas I is very young. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he kind of walked away from her like that was a, a bit of a dick move. Yeah, I mean, as an adult, I, I would be. Well, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, but he's an adult. He should know better. Yeah. I'm sorry you, your tail session didn't work out with Whitney, but don't take it out on the kid. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Blathers <laughs> throws out the suggestion that I should win the festival since using the stars to light up the sky. It's the first time it's ever happened, eh? What? Well, I mean, you sure? <laughs> Who's going to top that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. If you if you got a light display that can improve that, then yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's kind of like that Simpsons bit. Like, what do you think? I think it's lunchtime. We have a winner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the villagers all agree to it. Tournament gives I the trophy and then announces that it's time to announce the winner of the election. Everyone seems to have forgotten to vote except Tortimer, so he wins <laughs> by a literal <laughs> landslide. <laughs> I why did kind of enjoy that. Anything. They live on an island where they're provided for. Yeah. Why are you going to screw with that? Even the the, tur- the turtles and an, an, an idiot. Don't screw around with what works. You live in a utopia. Just deal with it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, Gulliver flies overhead and then thanks him for helping him fix his ship. Um, Gulliver looks out over the village, lamenting all the work he did for a grand entrance. Although he didn't do any work, he just drew a map and said, "Hey, do this for me." Um, yeah. yeah. Only to have his little uh, stage attract real UFOs, and then I writes her mom and tells her about the festival and that she finally feels uh, she fits in with the village. And after, outside of a little like post-credit sequence, it's kind of a nothing. That's that's the end of the movie. So it just sort of ends like that. I don't really know what happened. Nope. Yeah, the end. Hooray! Everyone's yeah. everyone's happy. Everyone's an animal. An Yay. animal village. <laughs> All right. So um, that that wraps up that and. Uh, so guys, let's 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 talk about. Did we like uh, this? <laughs> I I'll don't... say the one thing I liked throughout the movie we didn't we never touched on was the penguin that was fishing the whole time. Yeah. I yes, enjoyed, yeah. I, I can't remember penguin. his name, but I love I love that penguin. I loved his whole uh, the whole bit. I love when he caught the 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 bike and he said it's wheelie big. Yeah, that was It fit in really uh, fits in really well with the Animal Crossing world. I the only reason I didn't bring it up because there was enough threads in this movie that didn't need to be there that I was like I don't know if I should put this one in there and I just decided against it. His, his thread was the only one that I was uh, emotional. He, I think in the credit sequence he finally caught like a little tiny thing. Yeah, he was he was still annoyed by the fact it was very tiny, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. He, he hauled up like a a, a moy head or something. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was pretty great. 
Uh, I did not hate the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, I did not resent every second I sat through it. I just mm-hmm. thought, eh, it's fine. That's high for this. Uh... It is. When, you, when it comes to video game movies, that's the best, sometimes the best you can hope for. Yeah. I, I yep. don't resent this. Uh, I was, I didn't really enjoy it that much at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you because there's a lot of Animal Crossing cute little references and inside jokes. And if you're not a fan of the the games, you're just not going to get anything and out of the movie. That's the that's the vibe I got. I was like, I wonder how much I more I would have enjoyed this if I liked Animal Crossing or if I played Animal Crossing. Because even <laughs> though I didn't love the movie or like it even, I did appreciate a lot of the little references in there. And I feel like it could have been a good movie if they decided on a plot. Yeah. Or of, like if it was a lot shorter. <laughs> yeah, definitely that. Holy crap. If you're going to do some weird slice of life thing, You can't. it can't be an hour and a half long. You can't do an hour and a half of nothing. Well, I mean, I guess in a way it sort of does keep up with the theme of the game. It's just slow life. So definitely, but it's really terrible for a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Something going on. It's like, like I guess it does. The the good thing video game movies rarely do of it actually is actually faithful to the source material for the most part. But that's to a fault. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's so. yeah. Most of the movies that have done that have not ranked very high on the list, and this is probably gonna be in that same ballpark. So, all right. Um, yeah, I like it a lot more than many of the movies you've watched. Yes, I agree. <laughs> um, this is better than the. I, oh boy, uh, yeah, this is definitely better than a lot, but not gonna be high up. I don't it, think. I can so. see like okay. I looked over your list of movies that you have reviewed. A lot of the movies I have not seen because anything by UA Bull I just have not touched and I have no plans to touch. <laughs> we, we've got a, better for it. Yeah, and, and, and we've got a gauntlet of about four of them coming up in a row, nearly. Ah, uh, Jesus Murphy. There <laughs> are a lot, a lot of video game movies that are just watered down, become generic action flicks, and I don't really touch those either because I know what I'm getting into and I don't care. So yeah. this kind of fits in that that uh, little nook i think so to speak where <laughs> it's a little cranny if you will a little cranny, <laughs> yeah. little cranny yeah. where it's very very middle of the road i will never think about this movie again probably yeah i agree for the best yeah yeah i'm, I'm looking around the around the spirits within section of this of this list is where i'm looking that's one i do want to see because i have not seen it <laughs> you don't need to see it. Oh no, I think that's longer. I think it was like an hour and forty-five, hour fifty. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ, Square Enix! You almost <laughs> killed yourself over this. I've seen that one multiple times. Why would you do that to yourself? You know what? Rather than watch it, just listen to our episode of it. <laughs> I might. I just might. Um, I, think, I think I would rather watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation before I'd watch this again. Well, at least Mortal Kombat Annihilation is so stupid that it's funny and hilarious. It's pretty, and you're and always the choreography is great. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's pretty fun, though. Yeah, yeah. And the soundtrack's all right. I think I'd watch this before DOA. Oh, for so, sure. So I, I think we probably already have settled on our spot, then. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there we go. Nailed it. Yeah, all right. So there we go. Our new uh, number 31 uh, Animal Crossing. Congrats <laughs> to Animal Crossing for anything I'll forget immediately. We don't yes. hate you, but we don't yeah. like you either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will probably be the one that thinks about this the longest uh, because I still have to edit this episode. And then after that, I won't think about it until we post it the, you know, the day this goes up. So. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna it's gonna flee my mind, and then it's gonna come up. The episode's gonna be posted. I'll be like, "Oh right, that yeah, I watched that. that. I'll, I'll remember it like a, <laughs> I'll remember it like a dream, like a faded dream." It's like, "Oh, I did that." Yeah, and then like four years from now, when I re-promote it, be like, "Hey guys, the new Animal Crossing game is coming out." Remember when and we I'll talked about the like, movie? It's my like, head. Nadia's like, Nadia's just like, "Wait, I watched that, and I was on a podcast about it. I don't remember." <laughs> <laughs> the proof is there, but I don't remember doing it. By then, I hope to be an ascended podcaster, so I will remember my. 
my previous times, like uh, like I said, as a fading dream, a fading memory, but I'll remember them fondly. Like, oh, Animal Crossing, <laughs> great. You remember? You remember when you? Hopefully, you'll remember when you slummed it with us, basically. <laughs> oh, absolutely! I will never forget the slumming years. Actually, I'm probably going to be stuck in the slumming years for another twenty years. So get used to me. Uh, that's we're we're right there with you. Anyway, uh, so that'll wrap up this episode of Multimedia Failure. So as usual, go to Twitter, follow us at Multimedia Failure. You can follow me at Jason Ariel. You can follow Vanessa at Vicarious Rock, and you can follow John at John Lucero seven seven seven. And of course, follow Nadia Oxford at Nadia Oxford. Uh, Nadia, uh, outside of, um, you know, me just plugging your Twitter for you, what other stuff do you want to promote? I would ask you all to please visit the Acts of the Blood God podcast. Uh, it goes up every Monday at usgamer.net. Uh, yeah, and other than that, I am basically going around doing a lot of a lot more fiction writing these days. And I can't get into that just yet because a lot of stuff kind of falling into place and, and NDAs and so on. But Please follow me on Twitter if you like me, and uh, I will try to entertain you to the best of my ability. Nadia, I've been a big fan of your work for years and years and years from, like, you know, when you were oh. freelancing at 1UP. So this was, like, oh, geez, a real pleasure olden, having you here. Real, real olden days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I appreciate it, your support. Even the uh, the shit posting about Mega Man games. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> my very first freelance uh, piece, 2004, going back to 1UP, was, like, a, some shit post about Mega Man. So, yeah, that set the tone early. I think I caught an episode of Retronauts where you had brought it up, and I was like, you know, I got to go back and look that up. And you know, that was when what up was still a functioning site, so yes. I was able to read it. Oh, I have some, I have some good blogs there. I should have saved more of them. <sighs> I, I wish they, I wish somehow they had managed to salvage one up because I'm just so sad that that site is just more or less lost to the ages. Kaput. Yeah, it's a real bummer. So. Anyway, uh, that will wrap up that part. So, as usual, for us, go to patreon.com slash gamesjunk. Over there, you can kick in um, some money. For $3, you will get the bonus segments of this show. You will get the bonus episode of Rock Out With Your Card Out, my video game music podcast. And you will also get early access to all the episodes we do, a RSS feed for all of the podcasts we do, and at a higher quality audio rate. I stole that idea from Retronauts. So, (laughs) 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 anyway, and for $5 a month, you also get a shout out on the show. So, I do want to shout out to Josh Carpenter, Alex Messenger, and my two co-hosts here because they do this to themselves and I don't know why they pay for the um, <laughs> horror that they inflict upon themselves, but I appreciate it, you guys. So, And I guess that'll wrap up everything. So thanks again, Nadia, for coming on and you'll stick with us for the bonus segment, right? Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Perfect. All right, so backers, do that. Go there. $3 and you'll get to hear some more uh, uh, Animal Crossing talk here in a little bit. And yeah, other than that, trust the fungus. So long from Asshole Village. Suckers!